The month of Elul brings together the past year and the future year. It's the month that is immediately precedes the new year, the culmination of the previous year, as well as the preparation for the new year. And that happens in two ways. First of all, we have to make an honest assessment of how we did in the past year, and to do tshuva for those things which we didn't do properly, and to and that way we fix whatever we did wrong in the past year. Then there's the second aspect, which is we make our preparation for the new upcoming year. We take good resolutions, and through this, we make sure that Hashem will give us a good, sweet year for the future year. Since we know that the names of uh, the months, Nisan, Ir, and so on, including Elul, are months uh, which are related, which are uh, by that the months are called by those names in the Torah, especially that some of them are even mentioned in Torah Shavik Sav, in the written Torah, including Elul. So there must be something about the name which expresses what the month is about. Therefore, in our case, those, uh, the, um, the two types of Avaidad which are practiced in Elul that we just mentioned are somehow expressed in the name, in the word Elul. In fact, we find in certainly there are many um, Ramazim allusions that we find in the word Elul in the Rosh Hashanah of Elul, which express many different aspects of Elul. So some of them also are. We see the word Elul is divided into two separate words, as we'll explain now. There is the explanation of the Tzemach Tzedek that Elul is combine a combination of two words loy with an aleph and loy with a vav Elul is aleph lamed lamed vav vav lamed and he explains that lamed aleph lamed with an aleph expresses the idea of keser that which transcends hishtalshulus and that's why it's called loy loy means something no to the people down here that is beyond what we can relate to and then there is loy with a vav which represents za which is the emotional attributes of the creation itself. That's called Hishtalshulus. And that is expressed by a Pasagantilim which le- says, and all of their troubles, loitzar. So there are the written word loy in the in the tilim is Lamed Aleph, which means no. In all of their difficulties, he is not disturbed by that. Because loy with an aleph represents a level of godliness which transcends hishtalshulos, and therefore what's going on in hishtalshulos is of no concern to him; it doesn't move him. On the other hand, there is, it's read loitzar in all of their difficulties. He also is troubled along with us when we have difficulties, because that represents lamed vav, the the lamed the lamed vav which represents hishtalshulos, the way Hashem relates to hishtalshulos. And when he looks and he gets involved in Ishtalshulus, then of course he's, um, he's moved and he's interested in what's going on in Ishtalshulus. What's the connection, says the Tzemach Tzedek, between the Lamed Aleph and the Lamed Vav, which comprise the word of Elul? Because Elul is also made up of those two um, opposite streams. On the one hand, it's, it's the Yud Gimel Midas Arachim, even though the 13 attributes of mercy are very dominant during the uh, month of Elul. That is a level which transcends Ishtalshalos. However, we are, we are attempting, the point of Elul is that those 
transcendent uh, levels of the Yudgimun Bidasarachman should penetrate and filter in to Hishtalshlus, into our reality, and therefore illuminate our reality with that outer beyond reality, beyond Hishtalshlus level. So it's brought together as the two aspects are brought together in one word. Then there is the explanation that the Rebbe's father of Levi Yitzchak gives. The name Elul, the word Elul, comes from the, is made up of two aspects, which is Oi, Alevav, and then two Lamads. And he explains. The Zoyer says that Alevav, the word Oi, represents Malchus. And the two letters, Alevav, represent two aspects of Malchus. The Aleph represents the way Malchus is, the Kesser of Malchus, the transcendent aspect of Malchus. And then there is the Vav, which represents Das of Malchus, the, uh, the part of Malchus which filters down, goes down in order to bring about, to, to, as it's called, the key to the six Midas. Das is the key to the six Midas. In other words, it's what brings about, it's what animates the six Midas. What are the two Lamids? The, it says in the Pirkei that royalty, Malchus, is acquired, has, there's 30 distinctions which create the, the uh, reality of a king, of royalty. As an example, the fact that a king has to behave in a removed way, in a royal way, nobody's allowed to see him get a haircut or otherwise in a situation which compromises his aloofness, his, the fact that he's the king. And there are 30 such levels which are what it takes to make a king. Of course, that's the simple meaning, but there's also 30 oiris, 30 hamshachas, which are what brings about malchus. And those 30 hamshachas, why are there two lamets? Because there are 30 hamshachas which have to animate the aleph of Elul, the keser of, uh, sorry, the aleph of, uh, of malchus, the keser of malchus, and there are 30 hamshachas which have to animate the das of malchus. That's why there are two lamets. Why, how, is, how does this pertain to Elul? Because Elul is the month that follows right after Av. Av was, of course, represents the destruction of the Beis Amigdash, and the main destruction, we are told, was in the level of Malchus. That's where the main destruction took place. And Elul is what rebuilds Malchus. So the month after Av is when Elul rebuilds the Malchus. Elul is all about Malchus and rebuilding Malchus. Now the connection between these two interpretations of the Tzemach Tzedek and the Rebbe's father, in addition to the fact that in both explanations the Aleph represents that which is beyond the Shtalshulus and the Vav represents within the Shtalshulus. But there is also, besides for that, there is also the fact that the, the words Loi with an Aleph and Loi with a Vav um, also share a common idea in both of these explanations. So the Rebbe's father explains why is it that the two main dominant um, features of Malchus are Keser and Das? Why are they the most dominant features of Malchus? It is because the very first thing that one, if one wants to encourage the king, Tam Lechuni, we want to try to get Hashem to appeal to him to become the king. So first you have to create a Ratzon and a Tainug. It has to be a delight to Hashem that He wants to be our King. He has to have the will and desire to do so. And that's the first thing that we're trying to do is to encourage and to trigger 
a desire on the part of Hashem to be our king. But then, because a king cannot be a king without subjects, so therefore we also commit ourselves to do all of those things which Hashem will tell us to do. So we will follow the laws of the kings as well. So on the, the first part is the Rotsamatainu, the Keser of Malchus, and then Das represents what we will do, how, we, how it will come down to us, and how we will relate to the king as well. Or that's how the king will relate to us, give us his laws, and so on. It becomes important to him what we do and how we behave and so on. So from the first perspective, from his desire to be the king, so that is all about him. He wants to be, it, it talks about his aloofness, his removed, he is the king, he is above everybody else. So the, the people don't matter that much. But when we talk about Das, which means coming down and giving us and being the king over us, over there with the people matter, matter already. So there is the connection between the Loi with an Aleph and the Loi with a Vav, as the Tzemach explains it, with the Keser, the two aspects of Keser, which the, which the Rebbe's father explained, and how they come together. When you have, as we quoted the Pasuk from, from Tila before, Bechol Tzaroisam Loi Tzar, from the perspective, from the higher perspective of Malchus, Keser of Malchus, over there, in all our in all our troubles, he is not troubled by them. He still finds himself within himself, within his kingship. Then there is Bechol Tzareisam Loitzar with a Vav, when he comes down and it's Das, and he begins to relate to the people, to the subjects, then it becomes that he is also troubled and with us in our troubles. And the two different types of Aveda that we talked about, how, which take place in Elul, also relate to two, these two aspects. When we talk about crowning Hashem as the king, there we are appealing to Hashem that he should fi- see himself as the king. We want him to be uh, encouraged. We want him to, to take on the being of the king. That's what we're working on. That's what we're trying to do by uh, crowning Hashem as the king. So there it's not so much about what we can do and how well we can be subjects. That's not the issue. The issue is Him being the king. That's why we say, He shall choose us as His inheritance. Why do we say choose? Because we know that the word choose connotates, indicates a choice which is made not for any particular reason, not because the subject which you're choosing has something that you like. That's not called a choice, as is well known from other sikhs in my modern. But it's rather because the Jewish people are so rooted in Hashem, we are one with Him. And therefore, even though we may not behave as we should as Yidin, Hashem says, I can never exchange them for another nation anyway, because it, this is something that the connection between the Yidin and Hashem transcends Torah and Mitzvahs. So even if we're not doing well in Torah and Mitzvahs, we're still connected to Him and He still wants to be our King. So it's not about what we do. How do we get to that? That is by complete subjugation to the King. Sub- complete submission to the King. That's all it takes. That's a great thing, but that's all it takes. Not how well will we do as His subjects, just that we are submitted to be His subjects. But then there is also the Avaidah, which is that we have to assess what happened last year 
and because he when he becomes the king so then he he is interested in us and he needs to know what we're doing there is no king without subjects and we need to be the proper subjects so we have to make an honest assessment and be the proper subjects to the king so again the Avaid of El brings together the loy the transcendent part of Hashem as the king and the relatable part of Hashem to us where he relates to us and we need to address that and correct that and make sure that that works as well now since the word El these are two aspects of El but they seem almost disconnected from each other two very opposite things but the word Elul is one word and they're meant to be integrated together they, they work together what is the meaning of that? the loy of Elul the fact that we have to make an assessment of how we did last year which is what loy is so that is that is very the, the part of it which was within Ishtalshalus the way we relate where it's all relatable but how do we get atonement if we did something wrong? That's because Yud Gimel Midas which are transcendent, because they are transcendent, and over there it doesn't matter so much about what we did or we didn't do, and therefore, if we are able to rise up to that level by appealing to that aspect of Hashem, we are able to bring atonement. So when the two come together, in order to to fix what we did last year, we need to get from the transcendent level. So we're bringing together in Elul the two aspects of transcendent and uh, Pnimius, that which comes down in this world. The same is the opposite also. Although we are appealing to Hashem to take us on as His subjects or to become the King. But the point of that is, and that's transcendent, but the point is that He should come down and be our, and rule over us and give us His laws and be interested in how we do. That's the whole point. So therefore, it brings together that aspect of the of Elul. Also, in both aspects, come together in the word of Elul. And then, through this kind of when Hashem chooses us, He will choose us not only in a removed way, but He will also choose us in a way that He will give us a in our reality down here for a good sweet year.